Hey y'all, I'm Melanie Red, and I want to welcome you to Ordinary Women, Extraordinary God. We're part of the Love We're Finding Network, and we are here to encourage you to laugh without fear of the future. Thank you for taking the time to listen today. We are so blessed that you've chosen to join us. And I want to start with a review. This podcast review comes from Angie Life Coach, and this is what she says. Ordinary Women is a dose of encouragement with tactical applications and biblical wisdom in just a few short minutes. Her Southern draw is an added bonus. Love your heart, Melanie. Keep being amazing. Thank you so much for your kind review, Angie. We appreciate you so much. And listen, if you're listening today and you leave us a podcast review, I'd love to share it on the air. It means so much when you take the time to leave a review. Now, today I want to talk with you about a significant topic. May is the month where we focus on better mental health in the United States, and it seems like the right time to discuss such things. Did you know that the Bible addresses our emotional and mental health? I want you to know I'm not a trained counselor, but I do today have some very practical suggestions that may help. This is such an important topic, and you do not have to suffer alone. My prayer is that you will begin to find hope today. Interestingly, so much of what we learn about mental health, we learn through the stories of various Bible characters. And just as a reminder, don't forget that the people on the pages of the Bible really lived. They were real people. Honestly, I think sometimes we look at them as stories or folk heroes or fables, but they're not. They're real people who struggle with real issues. One of those men in particular is a man named Moses. Perhaps you remember him and his story. Did you know that Moses struggled with depression? Today, we're going to learn what he did to deal with his depression. So what is depression? A psychologist once described depression as a feeling of helplessness and hopelessness that leads to sadness. That's a good definition. A person who is depressed has problems, real or imagined, and she can't quite get a handle on them. Perhaps she feels like there's no hope available for her. Despair is compounded by the fear that there's no help on the horizon. Pastor Adrian Rogers put it this way, helplessness plus hopelessness leads to despondency. Listen, don't ever think you're immune to depression because even the greatest believers can be laid low by depression. In Numbers eleven fifteen, for example, Moses says to the Lord, if you treat me like this, please kill me here and now. If I have found favor in your sight and do not let me see my wretchedness. In other words, Moses said to God, if this is the way you're going to treat me, then go ahead and kill me. The man of God felt so wretched, so miserable, so low, so depressed, so discouraged that he said, Oh God, if you really love me, you will kill me. That is an amazing prayer. Moses was a good man and he loved God. He was also an eminently successful prophet. If depression could happen to Moses, it can happen to you or to me. If we can learn from his story and get some encouragement on what to do, it will help us to begin to deal with depression. And we can also use these truths to help a friend or family member who's struggling with depression. So that's what we're going to talk about today. But before we do, our friends at Love Our Finding make this podcast possible. And Love Our Finding is supported by generous gifts from people who are blessed by our ministry. If you would like to help this ministry to grow and flourish, we'd like to invite you to get more involved. To discover more, and join us in taking this ministry all over the world, I'll add a link for you. Just click to learn more, and thank you in advance for joining us. Now, let's get back to the topic of depression and think a little bit more about how we can begin to deal with depression or to help a friend deal with depression. 
As we look at the life of Moses, we discover that he had three main problems. First, Moses had a physical problem. He was just worn out. In Numbers eleven fourteen, he said, the burden is too heavy for me. He was leading all of the Hebrews from Egypt to Canaan. There were two million people, and they were all complaining to him and to each other all the time. Listen, the truth is clear. When we are worn out, we become candidates for depression. Second, we see that Moses had a psychological problem. He was emotionally exhausted. They were coming at him, coming at him, coming at him. They were always asking him for things he couldn't provide. Moses was emotionally overloaded. Yet there they were, weeping and blaming him for all their problems. And in Numbers eleven eleven we read, So Moses said to the Lord, Why have you afflicted your servant? And why have I not found favor in your sight? that you have laid the burden of all these people on me. Depression often comes when we feel overwhelmed. Have you felt that way? When the burdens are just too great and our people are wearing us out. Moses was worn out psychologically. But he had a third problem. Moses had a spiritual problem. Moses was not only physically worn out and emotionally wrought up, but he was spiritually run down. The devil knows exactly when to attack you. Did you know Moses had just come off a great emotional high? The miraculous exodus out of Egypt and the parting of the Red Sea. You would think he would be on the mountaintop forever. Yet when we find him in this story, he's in the valley wanting to die. He had just had enough. Spiritually, he was depleted and dry. And that's when God provided answers to his problems. So let's look at some of these answers as to how Moses could deal with his depression, and perhaps they will encourage us. First of all, God met Moses' physical needs. In Numbers eleven sixteen, we read that God gave Moses 70 elders as his helpers. God never told Moses to do it all by himself. He was never meant to handle it all alone, and God gave him some people to help him. Moses had to learn to eliminate some things, delegate some things, and then dedicate the rest. And you and I need to do the same. What do you need to eliminate today? Stop doing? What can you delegate? What can you let someone else handle? What can you dedicate back over to God? I have a good story for you, and I almost hate to admit it, but it's kind of one of those marriage stories that I think you'll be able to relate to. My husband and I have been married for almost 33 years now, and I recently realized that there were some things I needed to delegate. Because for all of those years, I've been the one who loads and unloads the dishwasher. And I have to tell you, I don't know why it is, but I really don't like to unload the dishwasher. It's just one of my very least favorite jobs. And so one day, about a year ago, I got this crazy idea that I'd ask him, if I load the dishwasher, would you be willing to unload the dishwasher? And he said, sure. (laughs) And he's been doing it ever since. You know, I only wish I'd thought of it sooner. It's been life-changing and so nice. Every day he gets up and unloads the dishwasher, and then I load it up all day long. We've been married for 32 years before I delegated a job that I hated to do. And by the way, he likes to do it, and he does an amazing job. He's very meticulous, and he puts those dishes away and those utensils away, and he does a wonderful job. But you know what? I had to ask for help. I wonder, do you need to ask for help? Is there something you need to ask for today, a job you can get your spouse or your kids to do, something you can let someone else handle. If you do it, it might be life-altering for you as well. 
The second thing that we see that God did for Moses to help him is he met his psychological needs. All Moses could do was see the people, but God gave him a promise. God told Moses, look to me, to Almighty God. God promised Moses that he, God, would take care of all the people. If you want to read more, you can look in the chapter 11 of Numbers and see how God intervened. But in essence, God took some of the heavy burden off of Moses' shoulders and invited him to trust. God would take care of the rest. That's how God encouraged Moses psychologically. Finally, we see that God met Moses' spiritual need. God poured his love out on Moses. God led Moses back to himself, filled him up, and then used him. Can I encourage you today? God loves you too. Moses' story didn't end in depression, and depression isn't the final word in your story either. You don't have to stay depressed. So I want to make this really practical. As I told you, I'm not a Christian counselor, but I am a big believer in talking to a Christian counselor when you need to. So my first encouragement to you today is if you're depressed or a little distressed or really sad or you've just been in a funk for a while and you're not sure why, it might be really good to talk to either a medical doctor or to see a Christian counselor. Sometimes this is the best thing that we can do for ourselves. Also, many churches offer free counseling services. Some Christian centers offer discounted pricing. If you need help, reach out. Talk to a trusted source. Don't suffer alone. Second, if you're sad or depressed today, it could be that you're just exhausted and you need some rest. You need some sleep. I will tell them myself, years ago when my kids were a lot younger, I was having a particularly hard week. I mean, I was weepy and sad and weary. My husband was working long hours and our ministry was very demanding. And I remember during this time, I really got really discouraged, kind of down in the pits and low, and I wasn't doing well. And I'm upbeat most of the time, but this particular week, I was just not feeling it. I was discouraged and down, and I called a friend, and I said, I'm not doing well. And I shared my story, and I thought she was going to give me some great Bible wisdom or encourage me or whatever. And she just, it was kind of funny, she very nicely said this, Melanie, it sounds like you're exhausted. I really think you need sleep more than anything else. And you know what? She was right. That week, I started going to bed earlier. I started taking rest and naps, and I started feeling better. I was just tired and in great need of rest, and it may be today that you are too. Take a nap. Go to bed 30 minutes earlier all this week. Allow yourself to rest. When we are physically exhausted, everything looks harder and feels harder. So that's my second encouragement to you. Allow yourself to rest. Third, if you're depressed, it could be that you need a change. <laughs> you may need a vacation, a change of diet, a change of location, a change of vocation. You may just need a change of scenery. Take a walk, take a drive, visit the library or the zoo, head to the park or out into the woods, get outdoors, do something new and different. I once talked to a lady that came to see me when I was on staff at a church, and she was really discouraged, and it turned out she had been sad. She was going through a really tough divorce, and she was staying in her house all day by herself while her kids would go to school. The curtains were drawn, and she just stayed in that same place day after day, and I was like, open the curtains, get outside and take a walk, get a change of scenery, and it was amazing how that helped her. She just was stuck in a location that had become depressing and dark, and she needed a change. And so if you're struggling with sadness today, it could be 
You just need something fresh and new. Fourth, if you're depressed, it could be you need to talk to a trusted friend. You may need to talk through an issue with someone you really have faith in and trust that's wise. You may need to talk about those things that are overwhelming you and invite your friend to pray with you. Often just saying things out loud helps. There is something about admitting how poorly we're doing and how much we're struggling and having someone encourage us that helps so much. So talk to someone today. Don't keep it all locked inside. Fifth, if you're depressed, I want to encourage you to talk to God all the time. Crank up the conversation in prayer with God every morning and don't stop all day long. God will get you through any issue. Listen, God always has the answer. Though deeply spiritual, his answer may be intensely practical, and you can talk to God about anything and everything. It's okay to talk to God about your struggles or to ask him hard questions or to cry with God. In fact, he loves and longs for us to come to him. So go to God. He is ready and willing to hear from you. Here's the sixth thing. If you're depressed, it could be that you need a Bible promise to hang on to. I want to give you three of these that you can borrow from me. These are some of my favorites. James 4, 8 says this, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. And Psalm 118 in verses 6 through 8 basically says this, God is with you and God is for you. Get you a good verse and just hang on to it, write it on your to-do list, put it on the fridge, put it on your bathroom mirror, memorize it, and get that promise in your mind so all day long you can go back to it over and over. Now, these are just some suggestions, but I want to tell you finally, we're here for you. We try to do things that will encourage every woman of every age in every situation. And we have more podcasts like this one to encourage you. I'll link several that I think are, will relate well in the show notes today. Also, our website is here to encourage you. We've got tons of resources and we have blog posts and I'll link the website in the show notes as well. In addition, we recently started a YouTube channel with videos to encourage you. I have candid conversations with regular women who love Jesus and they share their struggles and what they're learning. And you can find the link to our YouTube channel in the show notes. Also, our social media is here to provide inspiration and hope. You can reach those social media channels in the show notes, and you can message me anytime with a prayer request or something that you'd like to share. I would love to pray for you. So if you send me a prayer request on social media or in an email, I will lift you up in the name of Jesus. One more thing, Love We're Finding is here to encourage you as well. And there are wonderful resources on the Love We're Finding website. So I will link in the show notes and you can go over and you can look for any topic. You can even type in the word depression and there's some great sermons and some things you can read and it's all free. If you're struggling today, don't struggle alone. Let someone know, talk to someone, reach out and get help. I believe God absolutely has put this message in front of you for you to hear today. And so I want to pray before we go that God will encourage you, whatever you're going through, whatever you're dealing with. So let me pray for you. Father, I do pray for that sister who's listening today, who's really having a hard time, for that one who's just at the bottom. Would today be the day that you would lift her up? You are the lifter of our heads. And so would you lift up? my sweet sister's head who's struggling today. Would you begin the healing, begin to just renew and restore and refresh and encourage my sister today. 
Father, I thank you that you're the one that loves us. You're the one that cares for us. And just like you cared for Moses, you care about our lives and our emotions and our challenges. And so in Jesus' name, I pray for sweet healing to begin all over the place today. We love you and we thank you for how much you love us. In Jesus' name, amen. Could I ask a favor before we go? Will you follow the podcast? Just go to the little banner in the top right of the iTunes page and click it. That way you'll know when there's a new episode. And if you're following on a different podcast channel, there are ways for you to follow or subscribe as well. This way, if you are a follower or a subscriber, you'll get notifications when we have a brand new episode. Remember today, we are ordinary women, but we are pursuing an extraordinary God and He is crazy about you.